0: I love the parable in today's gospel lesson. No one can say Jesus did not have a sense of humor. I always find it especially difficult to read with a straight face the line in Luke chapter 12 verse 19 in which the rich man starts talking to his soul about his plans for the future. Soul, he says, You have laid up ample goods for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. I picture the man as a ventriloquist, addressing his soul at arm's length, congratulating it on its good fortune, the fruit of careful planning, financial prudence, market expertise, and playing by the rules. The Greek word translated soul is psuche, from which we get our word psychology. And often it simply means self. That translation, self, gets at how Jesus is portraying the rich man in this parable. It's like he's reaching into his inner self and congratulating it, as if he were talking to his neighbor And reassuring him that his future is secure. Having heard the golden rule from Leviticus 19 verse 18, love your neighbor as yourself, this enterprising gentleman had invented a neighbor of himself and is talking to him. The rich man at this moment Self-absorbed and self-congratulating is the exquisite picture Jesus draws us of a moral idiot and marks Jesus as a master of the parable as an art form. Somewhere along the line, this poor rich man has confused self with neighbor or even with God and is telling him about the wonderful future that awaits him. Yet for some reason, God is not impressed. In verse 20, God says to the man, You fool! This very night your life is being demanded of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? Hmm. It's going to require some thought. It's a fun parable to read. It's fun to laugh at the foolishness of the rich man. It's a little less fun to see that man in ourselves. Selfishness is perhaps the most natural thing in the world, and we are all guilty of it. That does not mean that we shouldn't take care of ourselves or value our lives, but it does mean that our efforts and affections are to be directed outward to God and neighbor, confident that God takes care of us. We support ourselves, not least, so that we have something to give to others. The battle against selfishness and against sin generally is an ongoing one. It's not something this side of eternity that we can just get over and be done with. And so we're in continual need of repentance, forgiveness, and God's grace. Last week we heard that like showering and eating, prayer is something that we need to do regularly and frequently. So too with repentance and what Colossians 3 verse 10 describes as clothing yourselves with the new self. Starting from verse 9, Paul says, Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices and have clothed yourselves with the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of its creator. Here there is no longer Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. In other words, putting on this new self is something that we all need to do, and the new self is Christ in us, newly created in us in the waters of holy baptism, in which our Adam, as Martin Luther called it, was drowned. We don't need to be rebaptized, and we reject the Anabaptist theology that says that infant baptism is not real baptism and must be done again. What we do need is to remember and to be reminded of our baptism, putting it on daily as we do our clothes. That kind of conversation is the sort of thing that we need to have with our souls. Making the sign of the cross, we can say daily without self-consciousness or embarrassment, Soul, or insert your name here, you are a baptized child of God, redeemed by Christ and sins forgiven. You and your future are secure in the mercy and love of God. Daily we need to put to death whatever is in us that is earthly, fornication, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Daily we must get rid of all such things as anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language. Daily, we need to resist sin and cling to God's mercy. It's an ongoing struggle. The good news is that it is not all up to us. And that struggle does not mean that life isn't worth living. The good news is that when we fail, God is ready with forgiveness and to send us on our way again. In John 14, verses 15 through 17, Jesus tells His disciples, If you love Me, you will keep My commandments. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. You know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. That means we're not alone. In holy baptism, God has poured out on us His Holy Spirit, our Helper. Jesus continues, The Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. We don't need to let the fact that the Christian life is an ongoing struggle against selfishness and all kinds of sin, we don't need to let that get us down. To appropriate a line from Bambi and Felix Salton's novel by that name, Christian life is not dreadful, it's just difficult. That is an important distinction. And difficult does not mean bad or hopeless or not worth the effort. God is with us and for us, and therefore we need not be discouraged, even when we fail. That's good news for pilgrims on our way through a fallen world full of pitfalls and pain. It's good news for rich, self-absorbed people like us, who like to take credit for success and shift blame for failure to others. It's good news for people like ourselves, who naturally focus on ourselves, alternating between self-congratulation and self-loathing, and daily need our focus redirected to God and neighbor. Thanks be to God for Jesus' parable of the rich fool. And thanks be to God that he clothes daily even rich fools like us with the new self, Christ in us.